Welcome back to another episode of Training Camp. My name is Dan Hartwig. You know Maurice Claret and the Sierra Hartwig. On today's episode, man, I got to ask a question. Am I crazy? Is there something going on in my head? You know, and the other thing that I want to know is who is going to be this week's champion of the week. Let's get right to it. Here's another episode of Training Camp. right into it. Uh, For those of you who are not familiar with the show, we go over health and fitness tips. We talk about mental health, which we all seem to have in common. We also like to do some parental laughs since we're all parents on the show. We also like to follow it up with some motivational uh, steps of the week, uh, little motivational tips, if you will. I want to kind of hop into getting a little deeper on the mental health side of things. Some indications that I personally experienced, I wasn't sure uh, when I was first diagnosed with anxiety, some of the things that I kind of started to experience was uh, a rapid heart rate, my chest felt heavy, it was very difficult for me to uh, sleep at night. I know I went three weeks without sleep, I'm not sure if you guys like have ever dealt with that and I know a lot of people have common tics and things of that nature, how Maurice in the last episode was talking about how he likes to um, tap on things, uh, for instance. But for me, the anxiety was a lot of like the heavy chest and constant fear. Like it could last hours. It could be over nothing at all, like causing it. Just one moment I wake up and I just feel like a constant state of fear and it can last hours, days. Um, I'm not really sure. I've really found a way to deal with it. Uh, with the medication, I found the right regimen. So it's really controlled now. Um, But as far as that, I also was diagnosed with PTSD. Um, Seeing a traumatic incident with my mother when I was uh, 25, I actually witnessed her pass away. So some things to look for when it comes to PTSD is I would experience like the flashbacks where I was reliving that same experience. So that's just a couple things that I personally dealt with. Um, I know that, uh, Maurice, you have uh, some mental uh, health ailments, (laughs) if you will. Is there anything that, you know, kind of let you know that you you had something going on mentally? Yeah, mine mine was uh, fairly simple, though. The first one was uh, a lack of sleep, you know, and I I think they kind of ran in conjunction with one another. I couldn't go to sleep. And I just couldn't shut my mind off. So I was constantly thinking, constantly yeah. um, just replaying. And, and it was always, always always weird. I would replay the most negative parts of the day. Or I didn't have a, uh, the, the ability, I thought, to just be optimistic. Everything was like a negative perspective to or something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so just a lack of sleep. And then uh, when you have a lack of sleep, you're like delirious. And unless, yeah. you, unless you felt that, you know, you just really don't understand how that feels like the back of your eyeballs burning and everything else. Uh, but also, I know that you deal with a, a ton of guys who work for your company. Yep. And I was just saying, hey, if it's nothing personally, uh, have you ever dealt with something or dealt with people where you've seen, like, indications of their behavior uh, not adding up? Or are you seeing that, you know, something else was wrong? You know, obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm not in the profession of being a psychiatrist and diagnosing people, <laughs> you know, by any means. But... Um, as somebody who doesn't take medication myself, you know, I know that I can relate to, you know, as we talked about on previous episodes, how much preparation, you know, means to me. 
And there have been times too, though, where, you know, I have gotten so worked up in my chest, you know, where I feel a heavy weight from trying to, you know, really overly prepare and putting so much pressure on myself. But man, that, that optimism thing, you know, lack of optimism and tying it in with lack of sleep. A lot of people probably don't know, Hey, do, do I, do I have something else going on? And yeah. so, you know, the, the getting up at four thirty, getting up at five o'clock in the morning, working on yourself, those are things to, to really lay the foundation for your day to make sure that mentally that you're in the right, you're in the right space. I mean, <laughs> what I know and what I have seen getting back to your question is I think, you know, I find there are like parallels between those people who are really emotional, like when things don't go their way, mm-hmm. where I can tell that maybe they're not beyond, you know, maybe they have something else going on, but, but they're not pouring into themselves because, you know, I think the easiest way to become, I think, stronger mentally is, is to be in a position where you're pushing yourself. Uh, if you're not pushing yourself, what ends up happening is you're avoiding harder things that, that you're trying to challenge yourself to do. I think the easiest way to become stronger is just force yourself to do shit. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's where I would leave it. Absolutely. And, you know, moving along to kind of coincide with that, um, I know Maurice, we've discussed it numerous times on how to get motivated and things like that Mm -hmm. um, because we're so passionate about, you know, internal and external health. Do you have a fitness tip or something, you know, now that we're all motivated, how do you start? Like, where do you start after you have the motivation? Like, what's the first step that you make? Yeah, I think for me, uh, if, for myself, and if I su- make a suggestion to anybody, instead of, like, getting to some big weight routine, uh, one of the uh, funner things I like to do is just, like, high-intensity interval training. Yeah, and I people, love it. People seeing hit training. And literally, it's a series of workouts uh, where you're lifting either heavier weight or doing uh, exercises in a short burst to get your heart rate up and to get it back down, to get it back up, to get it back down, to burn more fat, to burn more calories. And you're sweating and the majority of the time it's fun stuff that you like to do. Uh, Sometimes when people think about working out, they think of like an hour or 90 minute long period uh, where they're lifting weights and they're squatting and bench pressing. And they think about like Olympic lifts, but they don't really think of like, hey, I can uh, do different body parts. I can do some sprinting, some jump roping, some jumping on different objects. And that stuff seems to be more fun. I think just your endorphins are firing a little bit different. And uh, you get a harder sweat and you burn more calories in a shorter period of time. Uh, But I don't know. You know, what about you yourself? Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most interesting things that I learned from you, Sierra, was, you know, you talk about HIIT cardio. When you introduced me to the sauna and you said, (laughs) hey, you can sit in a sauna and still be able to experience the 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 cardio of getting in and out of the sauna can you hit on that for a moment because that's interesting yeah absolutely so when you're sitting in a sauna you're you know speeding up the heart rate which ultimately is um it is increasing your body's thermal index so it kind of mimics cardio so what i would do is for different increments get in and then get out cool down for a couple minutes and get back in um, it's kind of crazy that that's something that works but if you really think about it like from a scientific level it all makes sense um kind of you know aside from that not everybody has access to a sauna so some of the traditional methods that maurice was just talking about could be somewhere he taught me me something i I had no clue (laughs) yeah that's that's definitely one of my favorite things. Got to buy me a song. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and moving on uh, to another part of our show, which everybody seems to love, is SDS, as it's been called. 
Um, Maurice and Dan, you know, so many different stories. But you guys used to be cool. Okay, <laughs> we've we've discovered this. Really, the only person cool in this room right now is the producer. Um, how about what would you say is one thing you know from each of you guys that you guys are currently doing now that you did not see yourself doing five years ago? I'm gonna go first. <laughs> and the guy who always needs to be prepared. You oh, know, no, no. Uh, what's one thing? What's one thing? I'll tell you what. You know, being a being a parent. Um, and, uh, and having, I think having to adjust my routine, you know, I think that that, 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 that that's definitely thing. something that, that I never, you know, thought that I would have to experience waking up even earlier and earlier in order to take care of, you know, obviously what you need to. Um, but man, probably cleaning up nonstop. I mean, there's, look, it's called SDS <laughs> shit everywhere. Like I'm talking like toys, like the, 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 oh, yeah, the ball the pit worst. balls, like everything. It's just nonstop. It's like, it doesn't even matter that, that you know, Every you day. can try to clean up. It's like, it's, it's, it's pointless. You know, you got, <laughs> you got black floors, like crumbs everywhere. I can, you can tell I get passionate about this stuff. Uh, but yeah, I would probably say like introducing a child and then just understanding that it's a hurricane nonstop in your house. I think that's, that's probably it. What about you, Maurice? Well, my, my, my suburban moments usually come from, uh, when I go to my daughter's uh, school and I'm like having like indiscriminate conversations with like other parents and like the parents have nothing in common other than like our kids go to the same schools <laughs> <laughs> and like up under no circumstances in most cases like will we like probably ever be friends and not, not in a bad way but just like you probably would not intersect with these people right. And like you sit there, you're like, man, this is just like part of like suburban life, right? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. you, you know, you go into school and um, and you, you just experience your life differently than you you experienced it growing up. Uh, but those are like those moments are like um, when you're car pulling kids. I think that's the most suburban shit you can do. Right? That really <laughs> is right there, right there. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I got. Hey, you need a ride home. Your mother's not coming. <laughs> hey, you need a ride home. Your father's not coming or it's getting a little late. Now Third row like vehicles. Being, yeah, you're trying to like being like the responsible parents, like some of like the wildest shit. Uh, but that's sort of like my suburban dad <laughs> moment. And that brings us to the champion of the week. I know that we were discussing this earlier and it is, I, I really loved what uh, we came up with. Uh, do you want to um, tell the audience? Man, um, first Dan? thing is, you know, I just want to make sure, Ashley, Ashley, are you watching? Because, yeah. you know, this is important, <laughs> you know. So, uh, look, you know, the, the reality is, is that it, I, I work with a, a lot of people and, you know, support systems are so key. You know, I think one of the things that, you know, really can uh, inhibit, you know, someone in a relationship from being able to accomplish big things is if they don't have a strong support system. And, you know, so our champion of the week goes out to all of those single mothers and support systems. So, you know, Maurice, man, I'm going to, I'm going to kick it over to you because I know that you got one heck of a support system. Yes. I'll say it today. Ashley, you should be fortunate to have me. <laughs> and those brownie points go out the window. Yeah, no, so, no, Dan, Dan was right. Um, you know, some you, you have to have somebody who's supporting, managing, taking care of, uh, encouraging you, and doing all of the things that uh, people typically don't see that allow you to be who you are and what you're doing. And uh, Ashley, for me, we've been together for 17 years uh, she's been that for uh, the, the larger part of my life. Like I'm 37 
And I was telling her father the other day, I said, man, we've almost, we've almost been together for like half of our lives, you know, mm. so, which is like, when you say it like that, it sounds crazy. Uh, but, you know, um, but she, she's been, been, been my rock through it all. I've uh, been together since, uh, since forever, uh, have been together through every up and down. And, uh, when I'm out on the road and driving up and down all crazy, when I'm telling people I'm doing 19 hour days and 18 hour days and 12 hour days, mm-hmm. you have to remember like somebody has to take care of the kids. Somebody has to take care of the home. Somebody has to take care of all those responsibilities. And I don't know how important they are until I'm spending a day at home for the whole day. And then you have to pick up Jade and then you have to watch Titan all day. And then you have to email and phones and text and all that stuff. You start to realize that, you know, um, I used to I used to think men said that like for commercial brownie points. I'm like, hey, like shout out to my wife. <laughs> right. So I just thought that was like something to say. But if you're like real with yourself, you start to realize that it's a lot more things that hold you up and hold you together. And so the champion of the week goes out to Ashley. And you, my girl, you, my champion. And I love you. Aww. Oh, we love that. We had a lot of good stuff today on today's episode. We are going to leave you with a motivational tip of the week. And, you know, Dan is over there sweating because he's not prepared for this. But let's just see how uh, he can motivate us off the rip. Let's go, Dan. So um, let's get him hyped up. ask (laughs) Ask yourself this question. You know, do you have the CMK disease? The CMK disease, the chronic momentum killer disease. You know, I think that that that's that that's the question that we got to ask ourselves. CMK, right? So something got us going. What's going to keep us going, right? So momentum is one of those things that I can tell you, right, for myself that I fear losing, and so the fear of losing it. You know, I think the only thing that's going to keep you going of maintaining momentum is going to be the character. So hold on to that thing. Because the thing that's going to keep you with momentum, the thing that's going to protect the momentum is going to be your character. If you want to maintain the momentum, keep building it, keep pushing it, avoid CMK disease, take your medication, pour into yourself. That's another episode of Training Camp.